0: This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, and Tinsley Law & Title. Their sponsorship makes it possible for me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by visiting each of their Facebook pages. Hello, friends. This is Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am here with TVCC President Dr. Jerry King. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great today. I want to say thank you for inviting me into your office so that we could talk a little bit about uh, COVID-19, how it's affected um, TVCC in general, higher education all over the country. Um, and the upcoming fall semester, some of the things that people would need to know about for COVID-19. So let's start with this. We'll start slow and easy in general. Um, So this has been a year just like any other year for you, right?
1: Absolutely wrong. Yeah. Um, It has been a very challenging year. It started back, as you well know, in about the middle of March. We went on spring break. And as a matter of fact, prior to spring break, I went to to the regional basketball tournament in Shreveport to watch our men's and women's basketball team play. That was the Friday and Saturday before spring break and had no idea that anything was going to happen to the level that it did. About the middle of the week after spring break, I was actually in the hill country visiting with uh, my family. And uh, it really started then, and, and we never came back, actually, we took the next week off after spring break because it was a week that we needed to evaluate where we were and what we were wanting to do and needed to do. And after that, we really never came back. All of our classes went to a remote environment. Um, some of our classes we had to cancel, because, like uh, welding and cosmetology and some of the others that required a physical uh, in-face, uh, in in-the-face type of environment. And so it's um it's been a challenge ever since then and and I thought hopefully it would be resolved by the middle of the summer when we were starting to talk about the fall sched the fall schedule the 2020 21 school year back in April we always do the schedule or really in about April and uh, I was thinking well hopefully by July mid July we're gonna also gonna be resolved we'll be back to normal and unfortunately. Uh, my prediction didn't come out the way that i wanted it to so we're still working on it
0: well to be fair to you i think that was everybody's hope and everybody's <laughs> prediction not just yours that you know by the time we got here yeah. that there would have been a dip in the in the yeah. in the wave and that things would have been a little more under control and that has not happened um, it certainly hasn't happened in henderson county or in texas uh, but it hasn't happened in a lot of places around the country. By the right. way, just between you and me, I think the Lady Cards basketball 2019-2020 season should have an asterisk because that was going to be a national championship team.
1: Well, thank you for saying that, and I truly believe that as well. Uh, I,
0: I don't think there was any yeah. doubt. No, that team was on a roll, red hot. Absolutely. There Never, wasn't anybody beating Number one
1: that. team in the nation going yeah. in and undefeated pretty – and. We, it was a disappointment. You know, sure. We I, we were getting ready to, after spring break that next week was when the national tournament. Right. We were getting ready to go to that. And obviously, it was a very much a disappointment. And it was also disappointing for our softball team. We were all lined up. We had a really, really good softball yeah. team. And uh, Coach Rodriguez's were ready to go. And our first conference game was Saturday here after spring break against Nevera. And that's when it stopped. And JCAA basically came in and stopped Shut down everything. Shut down everything. And now
0: now they've pushed just about everything into 2021. They have. Now, I know you're going to have some students here. You're going to have some student athletes on campus Campus. this fall because they're going to be allowed to practice and they're going to be allowed to do some stuff. But I'm sure that that's going to be um, very curtailed, Mm -hmm. very monitored, very segmented. It's not... We're going to see, hey, they're going to have football practice. It's not going to look like football practice.
1: No, it won't. And, and the whole fall year is going to be completely different than anything we've ever had before. And obviously, I had Saturdays marked off on my calendar uh, for, the, for the fall to be going to football games. And so I, I, it's very disappointing and disheartening to know that I'm gonna go through the fall semester not going to football games, volleyball games, basketball games starting in, we're usually starting end of October, November, but that's the that's the way it is today. And NJCAA basically came in uh, and told all of the junior colleges, community colleges in the country uh, that we were gonna do that. And so unfortunately it's gonna all be scheduled in the, in the spring. So we're gonna have a really, really, really busy spring doing football, basketball, softball, volleyball, and all the other activities going on. But that's just, again, we're keeping our fingers crossed and hope that this is behind us by the spring semester and we'll be able to do things in a safe way with our athletic programs.
0: Okay, and so we don't want this whole interview to be about the athletic program. It's just that you and I are both (laughs) big sports fans, big Cardinal fans, and every time you and I talk, we end up talking Cardinal sports. Uh, but yeah I did notice yeah. that I, I told my wife Jennifer that uh, the way things are said if everything gets back kind of to normal by the time January comes January February March and April are going to be very very busy months absolutely uh, for sports at TVCC all right so let's let's get to you you've gone through this um, great long process mm-hmm. I mean you and everybody else You've been doing meetings and and Zoom meetings and, and, you know, getting information from the CDC and from higher ed, Texas Higher Ed Board and all these different places. Uh, Yesterday, you put out a a press release on your website that said you're implementing the health protocols uh, recommended by the Texas Higher Education Coordinating Board. And there's a link, there's a press mm-hmm. release on the website right. and a link there where people can click it and they can read the whole thing themselves. And I will make sure to include that link in, in the, the notes for this interview. Okay. But give us the elevator pitch for this, this these health protocols. If you're a student in Athens or you're a parent of a student in Athens what is it basically that's going to happen in the fall?
1: We're going to have really three different uh, types of instruction taking place. Uh, originally, obviously we had face-to-face and that was a, that's a big part of what we do. We made the decision that we did not want to have the academic face-to-face classes in the fall semester because of COVID-19 and because of the safety, which is a priority for us, for our students and our faculty and our staff. So what we've done is we've gone to – we've always had the online opportunities for students to take classes online. We use a a learning management system that's called Canvas, and it's a great system. It lets our faculty interact with our our students, and it's a good system, and we've always used that, and we will continue doing that. But then we changed our face-to-face classes to what we call a structured um, remote format. And that means that they don't have to go to the classes, but we're going to have a class scheduled at a certain time, which is already in the schedule at a certain time, where faculty will actually meet with students, not physically, but through a remote format, through Zoom or some other type of uh, alternative format. So if a student has a class at eight o'clock on Monday, Wednesdays, they're gonna meet the class with that faculty member, with the other students at eight o'clock or a designated time. We feel like that's very important because we feel like our, our a lot of our students need structure. They uh, online classes are great, but you also have to have a lot of discipline, and and you need a lot of other things to go along with that. But with a so we have a lot of students that just need to have a meeting with their faculty members. The faculty member can keep up with them. They can keep up with their faculty members. So that's the second form and the alternative format that we'll be using. The third will be also the um, face-to-face in those uh, areas where it's required, for example, welding and in cosmetology and uh, automotive. Some of our music department will be op- having some face-to-face classes. Our our drama department they already want to do a virtual play in the in the fall semester, so they're going to be ha- be having some. And, and our coaches are going to have athletic programs are going to have some. Uh, some uh, face-to-face kinesiology courses with their athletes. So there will be some face-to-face classes and and those will will meet whatever CDC requirements are. That is a six-foot distancing between uh, individuals. That is a certain number of people, if it's held in a classroom, 50% of the classroom uh, uh, enrollment uh, are people actually attendees in the classroom. We'll follow all those guidelines. They're all out there we've known about them basically for several months now and we'll follow all those guidelines with our face to limited number of face to face classes we're also going to have to limit our enrollment uh we can't have 30 students in a welding welding class at one time so we'll have to limit our enrollment to some some degree uh, in some of our classes, and we'll have to schedule uh, classes to where maybe part of the students meet at one time face-to-face, another part meets at another time, and, and do it in, a, in that sort of format. We're just trying to figure out the best way that we can do the best job we possibly can for our students. We realize the best, best uh, learning opportunity is face-to-face for a lot of our students. This is not face-to-face when we're talking about the remote structured format, but it's about as close as you can get. Okay, So so, that's where we are.
0: So let's just make this quick distinction just to make sure people understand. So you have online. Mm -hmm. And when when we say online, we're talking about what we've always thought of as online, which is self-paced study. That's correct. I sign up for an online class. I may I know my assignments due on Sunday night at midnight. I have between now and Sunday night to figure out how to get my assignment done. I'll hand it in. That's correct. The remote is still online but much more structured in that I will meet live via say Zoom, right, with my teacher Mondays and Wednesdays from 8 to 9 just like a regular class, we're just not doing it in a classroom.
1: That's correct. That's and that
0: way we still have that structure.
1: That's correct. And it, it, it may not be the exact time. Right. It, it may be that part of the class meets on Monday and the other part of the class meets on Wednesday, but there will be a structured time that they will meet.
0: Okay, so one of the really big pieces of um, your student body I know over the last few years has become the dual credit uh, students from high schools. Now, are those, how are you going to handle those students? Are, those, are they going to be remote or are they going to come into a classroom setting?
1: Well, that's a good question. And as you probably know, we have 28 independent school districts that we deal with. Right. And all of them are different. And All of them are doing different uh, types of things in terms of, of when they're starting and how they're starting and when they're going right. live you're talking about for their school, for their school district that's before right.
0: they ever get involved with TVCC in their school that's district that's correct when are they starting that's are they correct. are they online are they in the classroom that's correct how often those kinds so, of so things. we're
1: having to work with each one and we are that we have a the early college pinnacle program that we have with Athens Independent School District is unique They're going to continue sending students out here on campus. We have a general studies building here on campus. They will come, get off their bus, and they'll go straight to the general studies building. We'll check them as they're coming into the building to make sure their temperature and et cetera is okay. Then they will be in that building, and they will be doing all of their classes in that building uh, for for the the day or whatever time period they're here, and then they'll leave. They will not be around campus. They will not be like they normally are, going from classroom to classroom to classroom. So they will actually be taking their their structured classes, their remote structured classes, sitting in a classroom in that in that building, watching the, on the on a, a some sort of a. A screen of some sort we got, we're gonna have big we got big screens in those classrooms where they we can have 15 students 20 students whatever the limit may be in classrooms actually taking classes that way okay
0: so and we're talking specifically about early program college high school. with Athens ISD right. and their pinnacle program right which is as you said is unique to the 28 other the that's 28 right. school districts that those students, the pinnacle students will come here and go into the building, but that building they'll be in that building they won't let be allowed out of that building. they'll get checked before they come into the building. A lot of the same uh, protocols I I'm hearing when I talk to Athens ISD uh, superintendent uh, uh, Dr. Sims right a lot of those same protocols right. are in place now the interesting thing I heard when you were talking about it is, um, is the plan to have a screen in the front of the room or to have a live teacher in the front of the room? Now,
1: the, as of right now, this, the, the, uh, the plan is to have a screen and that teacher will be teaching, could be teaching from their home. Wow. In a Zoom format.
0: Right, but the students but will the student be together will in the Will be there. together
1: in, in, that, in a room and they'll have a proctor or they'll have a mentor sure. that will be in that room with them, helping them, watching them, and, and doing what needs to be done. To, you a know, proctor
0: from AISD.
1: From AISD or TVCC. It could okay. even be a student worker. It could Got be some, it. doesn't have to be anybody that has the educational background. So that's what we're doing with them. Uh, we're also going to be doing that same sort of thing with all of our uh, uh, dual credit uh, students that we have, Terrell, whether it be Palestine, whatever, it will be the same format. They're not going to be, co- except they will not be coming on our campus at all. They could be staying on their campus at Palestine sure. or Canton or wherever. Same idea. Same they just idea. Not driving to absolutely the to same the campus idea because same idea. They're not across town. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, as a matter of fact, in Terrell, they you, they bus their students from Terrell High School over to our campus in Terrell and drop them off, and then they come back and get them three hours later or four hours later. They're not going to do that this year. They're going to do whatever they need to do from their campus, right? So that they're they're you know they're not actually coming on our campus. Our campuses will will be primarily locked down. Sure. Uh, in in terms of uh, the buildings, there'll be certain buildings that will be open, uh, that will need to be open. But the, the, on this campus in Athens, we have we're going to have we think around two hundred and fifty students living in the dorm in dorms. Right. Those are the, a lot. A lot of those are athletes, athletes. cardettes, um, uh, rodeo team members. I mean, just band, you name it. They're going to be in the dorms. So we're going to have the cafeteria open and we're gonna have uh, the ball building open for them to use as a study opportunity. Study, there's a study room opportunity in the ball building on the third floor. There are also gonna be computer rooms available on the, in the ball building for them to come in and do work that they need to do. If they don't have ac- access in their dorm, and they can do it in the building. So but again, they'll be checking. We'll be have somebody monitoring them as they walk in the door to make sure, taking their temperature and doing the things that they need to do.
0: One of the things I've heard, I mean, obviously we've all heard that, you know, masking is one of the best mm-hmm. ways to to slow the spread. The other thing I've heard is one of the one of the key issues is the temperature
1: checks right. and how important those temperature checks really are. Right. That will be something that we'll do any time a, bi- a student walks into any of our buildings. This building, the administration portal, administration administration will not be open. We're, we're, we wanna continue doing our student services such as financial aid, uh, advising, registration, that, that can be done remotely. I think they've done a wonderful job, uh, really the last three months, doing what needed to be done remotely. So we're, we're gonna play it safe here for the beginning of the fall semester. We're gonna continue doing things remotely from that standpoint. And, uh, and, and it's worked, again, pretty well for I'm not getting that many complaints at all regarding financial aid or registration. And they're they're just really doing what needs to be done, changing the way we used to do things where they had to come in to now doing it in a remote format. And students, our 18, especially our 18, 19, 20-year-old students, it's probably prefer oftentimes to do it remotely. I mean, they're into the electronic uh, type thing. Sometimes our 48, 49, 50-year-old students are having a little bit of a difficult time, but we're doing what we can do. But that's, again, a safety issue, a safety measure that we believe is in the best interest of the college and our employees, uh, staff, faculty, who, uh, to make sure that they are, are, are safe. Our faculty will primarily be able to teach all of their classes uh, remotely. So, and, and just
0: for, you know, openness or whatever, my wife is an instructor. Absolutely. Here and she's a TDCC. good one, by the way. <laughs> well, thank you. But uh, yeah, she is an instructor here at TVCC. One of the things you're doing is you're not you're not just changing what happens inside the classroom. You're changing all of the things that happen outside because um, I know that fall semester for a, a, a college like TVCC is a very active time. I mean, you've got faculty senate, you've mm-hmm. got all the meetings you do, you you have. I mean, the the faculty and the administration and and all meet together constantly, doing different things, and all that has to change as well.
1: It does, and it's all going to be done basically remotely or virtually. We've already made the decision. We all, we have a big in-service week prior to the beginning of the of the fall semester. It's a big week for us. We have meetings and we do. We talk about what we're going to do for the year. And division chairs meet with faculty, and we're just all meeting together. We're going to do it all remotely. We're going to probably use Zoom or some other format. We've pretty much gotten used to Zoom over the last four or five months. Yeah. I'm involved usually with about four or five Zoom meetings a day, and on a statewide basis, we're meeting. I'm been meeting once a month, once a week, sometimes twice a week with all the other community college presidents in Texas. We have an association and we're all meeting and we're able to do that now. And we're pretty comfortable doing it using Zoom. And so we're learning a lot about what the other community colleges are doing. We're trying to you know, work together to make this work. Of course, everybody's different. West Texas, South Texas, we're a big state. sure, And we have to do what we have to do, what we feel like locally but uh it's been a it's been a real experience trying to get through and trying to learn and do the things we need to do, but you're talking about masking we require masking it's going to be required right now. it is required right now. We felt like two or three uh, three or four weeks ago when the governor came in and other people came in talking about how important it was we we're doing that as long as you're not is if you're you know going to be within six foot of someone then you 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 know uh you wear a mask or if you're in a in an area where a hallway. Bathrooms, a community type area. Then you wear a mask. All of our students are going to be required to wear a mask. So hopefully we'll get through it. Uh, that and and we're hoping that hope again. My my pr- prediction wasn't very good for the summer, but maybe it'll be good for the for the mid fall, and we can go into the spring of next year in a better way.
0: I will say once again, you aren't the only one. Yeah, who was off on yeah. that prediction? I think that uh, from top to bottom, all throughout our country. Uh, just about it's, everywhere yeah. we were all wrong, and I'm saying we because I was I bought into the whole thing yeah, too. I yeah. thought that by this time going away we would be we would have a much different grasp on the situation.
1: I've got to tell you though, looking back how how you're talking about our faculty, our faculty back in March in one week uh, transferred for, uh, their classes face to face classes to an online environment which was unbelievable. I just didn't think they could do it. I mean, honestly, I knew how good they were. I didn't realize they were that good, and they were. They all worked together. Everybody in our college has worked together. They've supported each other. They've helped each other. We've got some people that were really, really good at doing online classes, had done them for years, and other people that had never done online classes. I had one faculty member that told me a while back they would never do an online class. He'd been here for a long, long time. and said, that's just not what he can do. Well, he had to. And now he's wanting to teach online classes for the fall semester and for the future. So I know you know people are changing and they've had a great attitude about things. It has not been easy. It's been very difficult because we're used to making a schedule a year in advance. And we're used to following that schedule, you know, and making it work. Right. And we can't even follow a schedule a week in advance any longer or two weeks in advance. Right. So it's been very difficult. But our, all of our staff, all of our faculty, all of our administration, our board of trustees has really done a, uh, a great job of helping us through this and letting us letting us work our way through it as we needed to. So, so one last thing before okay. we
0: go, um, you touched on a little bit that, just because of the situation it might be uh it it might be necessary for you to cut back on enrollment a little bit Mm -hmm. so how does that impact financing the finances for the college i mean what kind of financial impact is COVID 19 having on tvcc specifically and community colleges in general
1: well in two different ways It, it could impact us because our enrollment could decline Tuition and fees is a major part of our revenue stream. And so if we lose anything in tuition and fees, then obviously it would be difficult for us. Um, However, most people believe uh, that the fall semester is going to be very uncertain because people are uncertain about whether they want to go to school or not. But we're getting a lot of calls from uh, university students, freshmen and sophomores, that don't want to go back to the university because it's all online. And so they can take our classes for a third of what, or maybe even a a fourth or fifth of what they could take classes for at Baylor, or. University of Texas or Texas A&M. so we're hearing a lot of students are wanting to take our classes online as opposed to taking their classes online so I don't know what the future holds but I'm I, I, I know I do know that I, it's a possible that our enrollment could actually increase for the fall semester wow. some people are predicting that
0: I hadn't even thought of that but it does make sense I mean the reason you go to a Baylor over staying home is for the experience and if I'm not getting to go to Baylor, Absolutely. I might as well save the money and take the same class. With Absolutely, TVCC. and then our
1: classes transfer to, and it's not a problem right. whatsoever. So, also with uh, un- when the unemployment rate increases, and right now it's over ten percent in in our counties that we serve, um, the your, the enrollment at community colleges increase. Going back to two thousand and nine, two thousand and eight, two thousand and ten, our enrollment increased thirty percent over a matter of two or three years. I predict that our enrollment will increase in the spring or the summer. If COVID-19 is somehow not an issue, then and, and, and unemployment is still an issue, and I think it probably will be, Sure. then I think our enrollment is going to actually increase uh, at TVCC. The second part of that uh, answer to that question, though, is state funding, and that's where we're going to have a problem, probably. The state uh, legislature starts meeting in January of 2021, and they're going to have a problem because they have a $4 billion budget deficit, over a $4 billion budget deficit. And and that's going to be a problem for us because we're funded, uh, 25, 30% of our funding comes from the state. And so it's it, and it's it's uh, it's going to be an issue. We're going to have to deal with uh, how they're going to deal with that and how they're going to deal with us and everybody else in the state with that kind of a... Of a. So that's what I'm concerned about right now. I'm concerned about, of course, Today and this next year, but I'm sure. also concerned about 2021, 2022 and 2023 and that impact. They went from a thre- you know this, but they went from a $3 billion surplus in March to a $4 billion deficit today. And when they were talking in March about how much more money they were going to give community colleges. We were going to be the poster child community colleges because we've done such a good job in texas right 55 percent of the enrollment in in a, a university or in a post-secondary is at community colleges now we've done a great job all all, all 50 of us and so they were going to really reward us because they hadn't done that rewarding us too well right. in the last couple of legislative sessions this was our time to go and so unfortunately COVID 19 has hurt us in multiple ways but that's going to be a way that we're going to be very um very watchful for in the future in terms of of where we're gonna go. And when we did this year's budget, we're we're working on it right now. We have about a $50 million budget. We're having to be very uh, uh, watchful and, and very careful because of the uncertainty, not only of COVID-19, but what the 2021, 2022 future may hold. And so there's a lot of uncertainty out there.
0: And that's part of it too, because when I talk to um people like the henderson county judge or whatever about the impact of these kinds of things they i'm always told the impact isn't always just in that year right. right so 2020 is the year of covid 2021 and 2022 could be the years the budget really feels the impact from what happened in 2020 and that's kind of what you're that's talking exactly about that's
1: exactly right what what happened in not in two thousand and eight two thousand and nine two thousand and ten is the funding for community colleges went down, but the enrollment went way up, and so we were we were serving more and more and more students twenty five thirty percent more students, but we were getting less funding from the state because they were in such a a negative uh, sure overall that was during situation. the economic I'm downturn. gonna think that the same sort of possibility could happen in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two with all the community colleges in texas and specifically with us so we'll have to work our way through whatever we need to work our way through we're going to stay positive we're going to get it done and make it work but i'm predicting that it's going to be something we're going to have to deal with it's going to be a challenge
0: all right before we get out of here this is your chance what do you want to tell the community about tvcc right now and how tvcc has prepared for the fall semester what we're going through what the what the college is going through and and what you're looking forward to what would you say to the community
1: well i would say that our primary motivation and our primary focus has been safety safety of our students our faculty our staff and everyone that's involved with the college and every decision that we're making and have made is with that is a primary focus I would also say that we're going to be offering the best possible education opportunities for our our students in the fall semester in in 2021. Um, what we're going to be doing, we got the best faculty and the best staff that you could possibly have uh, at a community college, and they're willing to work and do the things that need to be done to make sure that our students are taken care of and that they learn what they need to learn to move on. And so we're going to make it through this uh, COVID nineteen situation and we're gonna do the best that we possibly can to make sure our students get what they deserve and what they need to be able to move on to the next level, whether that be a job somewhere or whether that be the uh, going to a four-year college or whatever, getting a bachelor's degree, or whatever it may be. Dr. King,
0: thank you for inviting us in to uh, talk to you a little bit about what's going on. We really appreciate the access.
1: Thank you, Michael. It's always a pleasure to talk to you.